On this week's podcast, we decided to take our second Thursday marketing expedition webinar and turn it into this podcast, along with Jordan O'Keefe. He's our marketing coordinator at Peppershock Media. And I, we are going to walk through some tips and tricks and trends that are happening within this next year that you may want to pay attention to. It's all the constant updates and new technologies and algorithms that are always changing, right? It's always kind of hard for us to keep up, right? And so we have a way for you to do that. And we want you to stay on top of all the emerging trends that are going to impact your brand and your bottom line for this next year so that you can get ahead of the game and be prepared to capitalize on the next big thing that we're talking about. And in further to continue to make that even better, we want to encourage you to join the Marketing Expedition community and get more invaluable marketing in insights and information and inspiration so that you can continue to build your brand and your bottom line. And we want to give you the first month for free. So use promo code MONTH1 when you go to themarketingexpedition.com and you'll get your first month for free. So month number one, that's the promo code you want to use on themarketingexpedition.com. And then you'll get even more insights and inspiration and forum support and all kinds of fun things that we have in store for you for this next year. Before I get to the podcast though, I do need to mention the Stash app. It is a place where you can do online banking, investing and saving and all those things that you wanna do and learn, right? So I'm actually getting my kids involved in the Stash app, and if you use my promo code, then you get $20 of a stock, and then you can do the same thing for the next thing, uh, for the next you know, friend or family that you want to as well. It's investing for real people. You'll get the bonus as well as understanding how to invest, right? Uh, so give and get $20 of a stock when you invite your friends by using my link, and when they stash and put money into their account, that's when you get your money in your account. Uh, I will say this program offer is subject to the stash at forward program solicitation agreement and excludes IRAs and custodial accounts. This program is not sponsored or endorsed by Green Dot Bank, Green Dot Corporation, Visa.USA Inc., or any of their respective affiliates, and none of the foregoing has any responsibility to fulfill any funds earned through this program. All right, enough with the legal stuff. If you are interested and you want to Go and get your $20 of stock once you put money in your Stash app. Go to the website get.stash.com slash Ray, R-H-E-A, underscore X-C-3-F-Z-B-2. And again, we'll put that in the show notes for you to do that. So without further ado, let's get to the podcast talking about new marketing trends for the next year. Take it away. Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. I'm Ray Allen. I'm the president and CEO of Peppershock Media. Uh, we've been around since, oh, 2003 ago already. <laughs> it's almost... Uh, Gosh, almost two decades. Anyway, um, so we were here before new media was even a thing, <laughs> but we try to keep all the new marketing trends and everything up to date every year. And Jordan, tell the people who you are. Yeah, of course. So although I haven't been around uh, almost as long as Pepper Shock, <laughs> I uh, just graduated from Boise State with a degree in business marketing. Started as an intern with Pepper Shock, uh, really enjoyed it. And they gave me the opportunity to start working full time as the sales and marketing coordinator. So. Here I am in my second year at Pepper Shock. 
That's right. And he's going to help put some links in and, and do some things for us. But uh, so just a, a little bit about Pepper Shock, just to give you kind of a, an overview of what we do and who we are and why we have the right to tell you about new marketing trends for the new year. We are a full service marketing and uh, video production graphic design company. We are outsourced marketing. We are one-off projects as needed. We love to work with our partners long-term uh, and, and do the things that help them build their brand and their bottom line. And that is everything from graphic design to web design to video uh, to content writing to all of the things, audio production, podcasting, the things that you need in order to help you with your brand and getting it out there. So before we look at 2021 and to the next year, uh, we want to take a look at what occurred in 2020. Uh, this year has been definitely an anomaly and it is an interesting time that we are living in and getting through. And I'm sure if you listen to this and look, listen back in a couple years from now, everybody's going to say, gosh, I don't want to look back at 2020. Hindsight is not 2020, not anymore. <laughs> but, yeah, this year has been crazy, right, Jordan? <laughs> yeah. So so some of the things that um, just statistics wise, what we have here is, you know, COVID-19 during the pandemic. Uh, and then when people got quarantined, uh, something triggered uh, rapidly, and that was the use of more digital online tools and platforms and things that people could do with their time. And so, yeah, the rise of the digital space has completely <laughs> overtaken um, what we are, are doing. So, you know, double, doubling down on digital is definitely a place to think about in your future plans, because uh, I, I feel like this is going to continue to rise. Uh, people are used to using social media more now. And, um, you know, we've got more active users than we've ever had before. And it's penetrating the entire population, at least half the world anyway. <laughs> And, and then, of course, you know, we're seeing more social media users increase uh, drastically, as well as the number of users who are accessing it via mobile devices, uh, which is, is growing as well. And then the percentage of um, social media users accessing via mobile mobile phones. So anyway, that is definitely going higher of percentage. 99% of the people are utilizing it through mobile. So um, if you are thinking about what your strategy and plan can be for 2021, definitely think mobile. And we'll also talk about uh, voice activation as well. But being mobile, think mobile first, mobile and voice first these days, desktop, not so much, but we'll talk about that as well. Jordan, do you use your mobile device more than your desktop, do you think? Yeah, I would say the only time I'm using desktop now is really at work. So you're definitely seeing more of the mobile platform being used daily. So. Yep. Yep. Or I guess laptop or desktop, I, sh I should say. Yeah. But yeah, more more mobile devices, iPads and, you know, all of the things that can make it convenient for you to do things on the fly. But the other thing that's really uh, soared this year is the use of Zoom. Uh, you know, Skype sort of had like a 10 year runway on this. I don't know why they kind of missed the ball, but they really did not get as much play as what Zoom did. I feel like, you know, of course there was others that the go-to meeting and all of the, the other tools that people were using, but uh, Microsoft Teams and that kind of thing. But Zoom really took off this year. 
and like exponentially, right? Uh, the most downloaded app in the U.S. from March 26th to April 1st um, was just, yeah, millions, right? Millions of people. And fortunately for us, we already used Zoom prior to this, you know, pandemic. So we were, uh, you know, at least at the forefront of what everyone was trying to figure out how to do. And that made it nice for us because then we could at least train and teach and help others to, to get, you know, on Zoom. And uh, it's it's been interesting. This year, one of the first things that we ended up doing is hosting a fundraiser. And it just so happened to be on this night that an earthquake happened <laughs> here in Idaho. And uh, so, so lots of people were on Zoom. And the funny thing about that is people had to get up and go find a space and a place safe in their homes. And so you quickly knew who was wearing their pajama bottoms, me included. <laughs> So that's something new that uh, people working from home can can do, and and, and you know wearing slippers. And uh, <laughs> I don't have my pajama bottoms on today. I actually have you know a dress on, but I do have my slippers on. <laughs> there is that. Obviously, I'm recording this from home, <laughs> but yeah. So Zoom uh, really the revenue has completely increased, and you know it's a good stock to purchase right now. Um, and if you had at the height of it, it would have been a really good one to have, but. Those are some things to look back at in 2020. Yeah, Jordan, we've, we've used Zoom quite a bit, haven't we? Yeah, I think one of the cool stories we had was working with Ready, and we got to work both with Governor Littles and uh, Senator Rich and getting them on Zoom. Uh, it was definitely a challenge to get a bunch of people on Zoom, but we've uh, made it work and we're getting pretty good at it, I would say. Yeah, and making it fun. We've had some trivia. We've done all kinds of fun things with, with Zoom to to keep it keep people entertained and occupied and not, you know, I don't know, all Zoomed out or we don't want people to become Zoombies, right? Instead of zombies, Zoombies. <laughs> That's so true. And yeah, we've hosted some happy hours and partnered with a local brewery and had them deliver <laughs> beverages. It's been a different time frame for us, but this is this is definitely because of Zoom and the tools that we have and all the things that we are doing with it. Um, you know, and of course, then now they put the filters on and we can have some fun like Snapchat, but it's in Zoom. <laughs> yeah. Have you discovered that yet, Jordan, the, the filters that you can use with Zoom? I have. It's coming in a little bit helpful. So I know they have a couple of things uh, that touch up tools and stuff. So in the morning, it's definitely nice for those early morning meetings. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. In the video section, you can you can choose your your video filters and and put on some fun things like, uh, let's see, I'm a unicorn, I think. Oh, no, I have to. Uh, oh, it's my wanted me to download the packages. So I can't just do it right away. Oh, there it is. There's my unicorn. I don't know if you can see me or not. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely fun to, to be able to play with and do some fun things. Anyway, those are some trends, right? That's why this is important. <laughs> uh, okay, let's keep going. So another big thing that really happened this year, and, and it's it's been uh, interesting to watch because it's, you know, was it banned? Is it is it not good for, you know, are we not going to be able to use TikTok? Are we using TikTok? But it blew up in 2020 due to COVID-19. With everyone being in quarantine, people started using the app more and more to come up with all kinds of fun ideas and recipes and, you know, things to keep them busy while they were quarantined. And uh, I can't believe, you know, just everyday people are becoming famous on TikTok. There was, a, I think his name is 208 Dogface. 
and he was riding his skateboard, drinking ocean spray cranberry juice in, I think, what, Idaho Falls, Idaho. And he, you know, apparently his car broke down, so he was riding his longboard, and it was just to the tune of uh, the Fleetwood Mac song, right? And so suddenly it went viral, and everyone was playing it and doing it, and then they started to, to do the challenge, right? And then they did it themselves, and then suddenly now Ocean Spray Cranberry sent 208 Dogface a new truck full of cranberry juice <laughs> um, and all kinds of fun things that have happened with, with just this, you know, kind of random thing that happened. And then, of course, music downloads for Fleetwood Mac, like, skyrocketed within the next week because everyone wanted to listen to that song. <laughs> that is definitely an interesting trend that's happening in, in with TikTok, right? Are yeah, you on TikTok, helps. Jordan? Yeah, that actually trend itself uh, sucked me in. I saw, oh, something from Idaho and now I find myself spending the whole hour and not realizing <laughs> time is going by. So I think the more research that we've been doing, I think we're kind of honing down on how to monetize TikTok. Um, so that'll definitely be coming soon for us, I think. Yeah, and it's definitely, you know, we'll have to continue to watch what happens with the backlash that, you know, as President Trump at the time, um, you know, had plans to ban it in the United States, which I think actually kind of, you know, counteracted and made people want to download it more. That's when my oldest son, my youngest son had already downloaded it, already taught me how to use it, you know, at <laughs> my 12 year old, right? And, and that's what I had to do in order to figure that, what is this, right? Uh, but then once it got banned for a little bit, Emerson was like thinking, I, I can't download it. It's not on the app store, mom. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I have it before my 15 year old. I felt pretty special. <laughs> but yeah, so it's interesting to see what's happened. You can now get it on the app store at this time. I just checked. <laughs> Uh, not too long ago, a couple days ago anyway, to, to help a friend that was interested in seeing what TikTok was all about. So I helped them get on. And anyway, I've um, only made a couple of TikTok videos, but uh, definitely something to look at and think about. And, you know, depending on who your target audience is and who you want to attract. Jordan's, you know, demographic on younger likely, but more and more, I think brands are starting to get on and, and utilize it. You know, the, the funny thing about the TikTok um, Ocean Spray is the president of uh, Ocean Spray Cranberry Juice also did a, a replica, a duplicate of, of that. And he was, you know, <laughs> on his longboard doing the same thing. It was pretty funny. But yeah, so now everybody just, you know, does these kind of, copycat uh, styles and, and, you know, makes, makes, uh, makes it like they do these two screens where they, they laugh at somebody else or they um, just do these silly, silly videos. But I've also noticed though, that um, some people are using, you know, just short little kind of informational things that you can throw in there every once in a while as like um, little, you know, just nuggets to show your expertise in something. And people are watching those and like, you know, listening to them and, and you don't always have to use music on the back background of them or anything. And so that's one way that brands are starting to explore how they can use TikTok. And they're doing sequential series of different videos that people then, you know, they, okay, now what's next? And, and they're all short, right? They're like 15 seconds long, if that, like maybe even seven to 15 seconds long. You can have longer videos on TikTok, but why? When no one wants to watch that much longer anymore, because everyone's just so instant. Have you seen longer than 15 second videos on TikTok? Not ones that have done well. I just read a stat that said the human attention span right now is about eight seconds. So if you don't catch <laughs> those eight seconds, then you lost it. So. Goldfish has a longer attention span than humans, huh? Exactly. <laughs> 
Yeah, so short, sweet, and, you know, succinct, and you, you don't have much time to tell the story, but people won't continue to watch it because they're just used to those short, short little, you know, clips that, that get people interested in, and, and they just repeat, you know? So anyway, it's, it's fun to see that. So yeah, looking back, um, it's really created these, you know, phenomenal TikTok influencers, if you will, and, and has created different people who've, who've made millions of dollars, right? So um, it created these influencers. So uh, example, 16-year-old Charlie uh, D'Amelio, I think that's how you say her name. Uh, she's now 6.58 million subscribers uh, in just under a year uh, using TikTok. And then at the age of 16, she now has a net worth of $4 million. Jordan, I think we need uh, to quit and just go do TikTok influencer videos. That's it. We're, we're <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind $4 million at age 16. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Addison Ray, she's also famous TikToker, TikToker. <laughs> Um, worth two million, and she's come become famous with her own clothing line, and she's also famed, you know, friends with the Kardashians. Not that I care a whole lot about that, but it's the idea behind becoming a TikTok influencer, and you know, kind of like product placement uh, with your brand, and and having people, you know, tout about you or say something about you or or explain or show showcase your brand. So anyway, that's, uh, that's another thing. Is there anybody in particular that you're following on TikTok, Jordan? Um, not lately, but I just have seen more of the brands that are using the influencers rather than posting an ad. They've definitely been more successful. It's just mm -hmm. more that relationship and just that authenticity that I really like. So coming from the influencer. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's what happens. Yeah. Um, another thing that really took over uh, in, you know, trending and hashtag trending and everything that was going on, uh, obviously Black Lives Matter uh, in 2020 became a huge top trending hashtag and, and not just, you know, not just hashtag, but in, in general, like what was happening in, in our world, right? And originally Black Lives Matter was created in 2013 in response to a, a murder. Uh, and then it became popular again in 2020 following the murder of George Floyd. And it started trending all over um, again to build awareness um, and, and you know, the things that came along with it and, you know, all the, then like awareness of the police brutality. And then of course, then it, on the flip side, other things then came um, from that and, and it just it continued on. And uh, a mural was painted on the street in Washington, DC to spread awareness about the Black Lives Matter movement. And then other sides kind of came around and that was happening during 2020, right? Even when we're supposed to be COVID, quarantined and, and all of that. So it was a big, big trend that was going on. Uh, and then, you know, like last year, uh, the Me Too movement happened. And then that, you know, so every year there seems to be something that's trending on on what, you know, what kind of cause or uh, awareness factor that people are, are being a part of. Just thinking about that and, and how that has changed how advertising is done anymore and how, um, you know, people are transitioning and, you know, paying a lot more attention to diversity and inclusion and and how you position your messaging from your company and you know and what not to do too right what not to say and do has become another uh kind of thing to consider when you're putting messages out there right 
other things that happened in 2020 uh, with Facebook and Snapchat and Instagram, and they all have the stories now, and Instagram has reels. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, Facebook has, uh, you know, become very popular with the stories, and they have over 5 million story posts per day. Uh, those ones that go away within 24 hours. Um, and, and that's where brands can utilize just messages that you want up there for 24 hours. People tend to sit there and watch the stories. They'll, they'll look at those and you can interact and you can have polls and you can type in answers and, and you know, just various different things, countdowns and this or that questions, right? Those are still continuing to grow. And I think it's just a nice way for people to engage with the brand and be able to communicate in a fun way that's been more popular than just showing an image and that's it. Um, but it's good to get instant feedback and you know you can pose a question to your audience and get them to answer right away. And so these little Facebook polls and Instagram polls and all that have been pretty, pretty helpful, I think. Right, Jordan? Yeah, I definitely think it took over kind of Instagram too. I've been seeing less and less posts on Instagram and more stories. So mm -hmm. definitely just kind of continuing to trend in 2021. Yeah. And, you know, Instagram having IGTV and Reels, like there's just different ways that you can consume content and post content now. And, and so those are continuing to grow. And, you know, another thing that's happening is Instagram's removing the likes because they want the social interaction uh, not to be a competition. So they decided to remove people from seeing the amount of likes that you get on, our, on your photos. Um, while you can still see who likes your photos, uh, but you're just not able to see uh, who likes anyone else's photos. And, and so Instagram's kind of still testing it out and, and hasn't removed them in completely. But a majority of people's timelines, um, they're not able to see how many any likes. And so the really the reasoning for this is that Instagram wants to do this to improve emotional and health making it uh, more healthy for the users. Um, but it's had some backlash uh, because people who are influencers and, and businesses, they rely on those likes. And I'm a little torn by it because, you know, it, people to go viral, right? You want to see how many likes something has and then if it's worth your time to watch it or not, right? I don't know, Jordan, how do you feel about not having the number of likes shown? Yeah, I still haven't kind of decided whether I like it or not. Um, I definitely kind of miss the likes just being an old-time Instagram user. So I think, I hope, hopefully we'll see them come back in the future. So, or at least at some point. Yeah, I mean, and from a marketing perspective, you know, we all want that. But, you know, from an emotional and mental health perspective, I guess I could see why and where they're coming from. It might be just a big, huge social experiment on all of us to see <laughs> what it means. But uh, I guess they want us to have our own opinion to whether we like it or not on our own account, not because we've seen hundreds and thousands of other people like them. So I guess that's the story. So Instagram, uh, you know, obviously it's the the popular photo sharing instant, right? They like instant. Sometimes for a long time they weren't letting us schedule, pre-schedule posts because they want it to be instant on Instagram. <laughs> but they also released um, the IGTV and, you know, giving companies or businesses or brands um, a chance to post longer than just 60 second uh, videos and they can go into more depth about their product or their service. And this has become more popular for people to do. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but I have uh, inadvertently sat there and watched reels after reel because they just continue to autoplay, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and like you said, like on TikTok, you know, you can an hour later, like, 
where did that type just go? <laughs> yeah, I think Instagram really adapted seeing the whole TikTok trend and everyone using it the last couple of years. And so putting mm-hmm. on this, I think it'll definitely be useful for even brands um, and individuals to watch Instagram TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, for, for brands to be able to, to tag them, their posts too, and get, um, you know, if when you can, uh, once you have a certain amount of users, you can include links in your uh, actual post rather than having to send people to the bio. That is one thing that I wish that Instagram would let us do, but I get it because they don't want to take people away from Instagram. You know, if you click on the link, then it takes you away from Instagram and that's not what they want you to do. So that's why they don't let you do links uh, in the post because they just want to suck you in and keep you watching Instagram forever and ever. eventually you can unless you pay for the ad of course if you pay for a sponsored message then of course you can drive traffic to a website or you know whatever it is that you want to drive them to drive traffic to maybe it's tickets to an event that you want them to come to or it's you know you're driving traffic to another platform or another page whatever the case is that you are doing maybe it's a landing page just so you can track how many people are going to that landing page things that you can do with with paid advertising and of course you know you pay with facebook and instagram since facebook bought out instagram now it's uh, all on one platform in the business tool okay jordan are you a gamer um a little bit i would say i've been definitely below the average joe but i've definitely (laughs) i like to game once in a while so um it's definitely been crazy to see the esports world take off um Mm -hmm. And seeing that the 1.1 billion worldwide, um, that's just a crazy number um, and it's just continuing to grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so speaking of growth, um, we actually have one of our clients, Mobility Help Desk, who we've been helping try to monetize the gaming industry, um, even if it's mobile games. Um, among Us, I know you know about Ray. It's a quick little mobile ad. A lot of people are playing Candy Crush. And so we find a way to monetize that. Um, and so being able to kind of put your ad on a game uh, nowadays is definitely becoming the wave of the future, so. Right. Are you a Candy Crush player? No, I have not gotten into Candy Crush <laughs> or any of the word puzzles, but I think it probably helped stimulate my brain a little bit, so I might have to get into those. Another trend is, uh, it's what is it called, Among Us? I mm-hmm. think it's called? Yeah, my yep. kids are on that. And other people, not just my kids. I'm like, oh, you play that too. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think definitely during the quarantine, people needed things to do, right? And uh, people don't read as much anymore. They they watch and play games and, and videos and they bend Netflix and Hulu and those types mm-hmm. of things, right? <laughs> exactly. um, but yeah, this the, the eSports, I mean, more people are watching eSports than they are CNN, Netflix, ESPN, HBO, combined which is crazy to think and i know at boise state uh, i'm an adjunct professor there as you know but i they they actually have a gaming esport degree now that you can get and and participate and be a part of as a team and <laughs> it's insane anyway it's and it's it's like i had no idea why people would want to go and watch other people play but it's a big deal right and you're not the one playing but you're watching other people play (laughs) scholarships and i know boise state's put a whole lot of money into the whole gaming industry so it's really cool to see that take off 
it's huge. It's huge. And it's, I mean, it's competition. I mean, you know, you're still, and, and you still have to be athletic because you're still like intense playing these games, you know? So anyway, and my kids, once they found out that they could get a degree in gaming, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> but hey, it's it's uh, definitely something to consider or look at. But in your, when you're in terms of branding and marketing, what does this mean? If you sponsor a local, you know, eSport team, you can have your brand or your, you know, logo on whatever it is, like the chairs that they wear or, you know, whatever in the background that they, because they'll still have their camera on while they're playing the game on the screen. And, and you can sponsor various different things and they'll mention or, you know, endorse you or whatever the case might be. And, and then, of course, link outs to that. And <laughs> it's it's growing, too. And that's how people are making money off of this. Gaming, who knew? So some other things, uh, over 1.62 billion users uh, visit Facebook every day. And this is crazy uh, <laughs> that so many people are on it. Uh, and it's been you know, known kind of one of the, the I guess, biggest plat social media platforms, um, at least with certain demographics, right? The Facebook stories, um, you know, and of course then Instagram and now Snapchat. Uh, Snapchat has increased significantly. I, I read uh, Snapchat made their projected earnings for all of 2020 in the first quarter. They made all of their amount of money that they thought that they were going to make, but they made it all in first quarter. So what were, what was happening, you know, right when pandemic happened, right? Um, I guess it was second quarter uh, that they made it. I must have messed that up. Uh, yeah, so so that's right when pandemic, so March, um, April, May, that quarter. Um, they made all of that within that time frame because everyone was on Snapchat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You know, playing around with all the little filters and having fun and <laughs> with the little, you know, ears and <laughs> I don't know. Jordan, are you on Snapchat? I am. And just to yeah. see that crazy number of 1.62 billion users daily, <laughs> it's just insane. Because I always kind of thought as Facebook is that older platform of maybe just you don't have the younger generation there. But ever since that integration with uh, Instagram, I feel like more and more users are continuing to go to Facebook. So mm -hmm. I don't think it's dying anytime soon. Well, and Facebook Lives and Facebook Groups and, you know, all the things that Facebook does now. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely still there. But to your point, my 80-year-old my grandma is on Facebook now and, you know, she likes everything that I do. She's my number one fan. <laughs> yeah, I, I got her a smartphone. I guess it's, yeah, it's two years ago now. And once she once she got that figured out, man, she is on it. And she knows how to put gifts, little pictures in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely something to consider in what demographic you want to appeal to. <laughs> but let's look through this next year. Um, some things that are coming up: the new app released for business uh, for Facebook and Instagram. The the whole business suite now. It's it's basically uh, all in one place. So all the different tools that, that Facebook owns, so Messenger, Instagram, WhatsApp. This is where you go if you are a business to run and manage all of those platforms all in one business suite. So Facebook basically rebranded its Pages Manager app uh, as Facebook Business Suite. And the app uh, basically allows you to, to manage all of the ads and all of the posting and all the messages, all that can come into that one place, all the notifications and everything, all the analytics, all of the 
the tools that you need in order to track it. Uh, you know, I would say measure what you treasure, dump what you don't. But if you can treasure, you know, measure it and, and you do treasure it, then send more money where it's where, where it's working, right? Exactly. <laughs> and the new messenger experience in Instagram. So this is something, you know, new chat features and staying connected with your friends and, you know, downloads aren't really a part of it, but you can use this as a tool uh, to do direct messages and, and kind of enhance your experience uh, since, you know, messaging really first began, right? So on Facebook's family of apps, all of the, you know, Instagram, all of the apps that they have, people send more than 100 billion messages to their friends and family each day. And these, this is, this is a lot. Like, so, uh, you know, we rely on video calls and hangouts and, you know, memes and animated gifts and all the ways that we communicate, you know, the funny photos and the funny voices and all that. That's a hundred billion messages every day, direct messages sent. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that I get at least, you know, I don't know, half of those in my, <laughs> <laughs> there are every day I have 16 different places to go check for messages, 16. Wow. So, so, I mean, in those, th that's crazy, right? But you know, when you run a business and you have kids and you, you do, I mean, you don't, but I, you don't have kids yet, <laughs> but when you do, there are different places that you do. And so I counted up one day, I literally have 16 different places that are actively sending me messages that I have to check every single day. And I don't always get around to it either, right? Sometimes my LinkedIn messages go unread for a week or sometimes, you know, oh my goodness, it's just overwhelming. And, and then, you know, a lot of those get notifications sent to my email, right? So now I have like 16 different, you know, messages from, <laughs> it's like, oh my goodness. And that's definitely a trend in 2020 is, uh, an overabundance of places to be messaged and pinged and dinged and <laughs> yeah, it's been crazy. Yeah. Hopefully this integration will help you then. Maybe it'll put all, most of your messages in one place. All in one space, <laughs> yeah. And, and that's the thing too, like for those of us who are working from home that have children and they're in school and they're homeschooled because of quarantine, then you also now suddenly are teaching your kids in some capacity. So now it's kind of a joint effort between their teachers. And each of my kids have seven teachers. So I'm getting 14 messages <laughs> in addition to, you know, everything else that we, we normally do, right? So, so yeah, there's just this 2020 has been, um, the year of messaging overload. <laughs> so you're right. This will be nice to bring it all together and have one place for at least all of the Facebook, Instagram, you know, WhatsApp, if you use that, um, whatever they, they, you know, there's several different apps that, that are part of it. So yeah, it'll be nice to have that for sure. So um, let's see, let's keep going here. Uh, Instagram Reels, uh, we talked a little bit about that, but basically I think it was uh, Instagram's way to compete against TikTok and rival against TikTok, right? Yeah, they hold, they changed up the whole platform too. So my Instagram looks different now too. So that bottom of the page now makes it easier for you to just click on your Reels or Instagram TV. Mm -hmm. So I think they're mm -hmm. definitely pushing for this to be bigger and bigger. 
Yeah, yeah. In fact, they just changed that. And this picture now is a little older than than that from when we had it. We'll have to update the picture. But yeah, you're right. Because now when I wanted to go post to Instagram, I couldn't figure out where to go to post anything. But they you know, moved it up to the right hand corner. And it took me a minute to figure it out. But you're right. They've they've got it all kind of dialed in a little bit different and the, the reels um you know just be careful set a time limit because you could be on there for a little while <laughs> yeah all kinds of fun videos but the nice thing too is like you can explore and discover new you know creators and new audiences and if you you know are a brand kind of exploring where to put your message and how to get your message out there you know the nice thing because facebook owns instagram when you create an ad you can do it across multiple platforms and it'll serve up wherever the target audience that you want it to be served up. And, and so if your target is somebody that's gonna be on Instagram and they also have linked their Facebook page to their Instagram, then you're gonna know all about the, the interests and likes and you know their demographics and everything. <laughs> From a marketing perspective, this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, coming up, TikTok is definitely not going away. It's just growing so, so, so rapidly. Even when this this statistic came out, um, I feel like that's even even more now. You know, 800 million monthly active users. I think that's grown even more since this uh, slide. I mean, it's going so quickly and we just updated this not long ago. So just keeping in mind, man, it's just exploding. Um, but the average users spend on average 46 minutes per day on the app. Would you say that's about right there? Um, I, I would say that probably number increased as well. So I know the number has increased in the last couple of months. So. Yes. But it was the most ranked um, downloaded app on the App Store in last year. So now, you know, looking ahead, I'm sure um, once we get the, the new 2020 download, it's going to be exponentially more just from, from having 2020 be there. So it's it's definitely gonna stick around and it's not gonna go anywhere. Um, you know, the, even though TikTok doesn't have a space for traditional ads, right? Like you don't ha you don't have like an ad that's gonna pop up um, and be a forced watch and annoy you. People want to have authentic, um, you know, brand experiences, and and so brands are kind of finding clever ways to kind of be aware or be present um, and being a part of it. So looking ahead uh, at LinkedIn, which is another app that has really, um, I think, come to to its you know fruition now. It's got it's it's was potential, and now certainly this year with people doing all kinds of job changes and you know layoffs and whatnot, people are utilizing LinkedIn for recommendations and you know endorsements and uh, you know updating their their platforms to to be useful and. Uh, I know I upgraded uh, my user to be able to, to to communicate and network because you know with 2020 networking is very different now. We can't go to events and you know, no trade shows, and I'm not speaking on an actual stage and and those types of things. So um, LinkedIn has been uh, another good place to go, and and you know it's the, kind of the professional place to be uh, to to market, and it's okay. People are you know used to the fact that you're going to get marketed to and so it's not offensive whereas in other places it might be a little more <laughs> inappropriate to you know kind of sell your wares or you know pitch your products or whatever but um 
yeah, LinkedIn is kind of a, a nice place to, to go. And there's groups, LinkedIn groups, and then live videos. Although the live video that I can do on LinkedIn is only 10 minutes. I found out the hard way. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, you have to do that. And then of course you have to submit to be a content creator to be able to produce and put live video on your, on your feed. But, uh, yeah, if you, if you use that as a part of your strategy, um, it, the replays are really where it's at. And I think that that's what people tend to look at most is the replays. Um, but sometimes you can catch people in, in, in motion in live, <laughs> but let's see with 700 million active users, uh, we've got expanded platforms, um, as the place to be, I always say, Facebook is like casual Friday, whereas LinkedIn is like professional Monday, right? You're going to dress up and be professional. <laughs> LinkedIn was able to add stories as well, too. So they're yeah. trying to stay on top of the game. So that'll be interesting. I haven't seen too many people using them. And I don't yeah. know if it's, it's successful because it is more of that business uh, professional platform. But those definitely could be growing in 2021. You know, I did use the stories when it first came out. And then the other day I was going to post the story and I couldn't figure out where to go to post the story because every time I'd used it before, it just came up with a, Hey, post your story. And, and then when I went to go and do it, it, it like disappeared or I just didn't know how to navigate to where to go again. Cause it seemed like it wasn't there, but maybe it's, maybe it's a difference between desktop and mobile app too. I'm going to have to investigate that exactly how to use stories on LinkedIn so that I can continue to do it and know where to go. Um, but I think if you have the mobile app that it's easier to post the stories than it is on the desktop to figure out where to go with that <laughs> or at least online. Yeah. Anyway, it's the second most popular platform of B2B business to business marketers followed by Facebook. So there you go. But only 10% of marketers say that they're investing in LinkedIn. And so I think that that's a definite uh, potential for people to think about how they'll, how they'll market their company, if they're going to recruit or anything coming up. Um, LinkedIn is a place to go. One of our clients, we're doing a recruitment campaign for them. Uh, they recruit brokers and, um, you know, very frequent and title targeted, specific geographic region, all those things. And so far, so good. I think that they're getting, you know, some resumes in and, and that kind of thing. So there's definitely potential for that. Okay, so more things to look ahead. Podcasts, our podcast has grown a lot and now we do it weekly and other people have caught on to the idea that podcasts are something of a tool to use. And honestly, when I first started thinking about pandemic, because I always felt like people listened to podcasts when they were commuting. And then when everyone had to stay home, I thought, you know, maybe they're not going to listen to it because they're they're busy doing other things. But it actually it created more listeners for podcasts than ever before. Right now, there are 850,000 active podcasts with more than 30 million podcast episodes. And of course, half the population has listened to a podcast before and 32% listens to podcasts on a monthly basis. And the age demographic is 25 to 34 year olds that are most likely to listen to these podcasts, which is interesting because the average podcast is supposed to be about 22 minutes because that's the average commute time. But I'm seeing people do much longer podcasts now, which I thought was interesting. I still try to keep ours between that 20 and 30 minute mark, just so that way we can, you know, have bite-sized information and people can still just get what they need out of it. But uh, I don't know. Are you an active podcast listener, Jordan? 
I am. And it seems like just about everyone else in the office is too. So I know we got quite a few people listening to podcasts daily. So it's a good thing to kind of have in the background too. And again, it's just back to that authenticity of people with the most authentic uh, podcasts are really reaching the most people. So mm-hmm. I put the link into our podcast. So I definitely recommend it because it's one of those great authentic podcasts where you really get a lot out of it. So. Mm-hmm. And if we turn this into a podcast, we're I'll put I'll say you can go to peppershock.com slash podcasts <laughs> or the marketing expedition.com slash podcasts, both places. Uh, yeah, and, and our podcast is the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Obviously, if you're listening to it, you know that, uh, but we're also turning this into a webinar. So that's another thing that's a trend is that you can record your videos and podcasts and multiple, you know, multiply how you would use it, right? And, and across different platforms and, uh, you know, little snippets here and there. And oftentimes we'll take our webinars and we'll turn them into a blog post or, uh, you know, we'll make little snips of just different pieces and parts for it. And that's something that is going to continue to happen. I think people are going to need to create content that can be repurposed for different ways and different you know, purposes of how you would utilize it. But yeah, they, they, the podcast industry has been growing a lot. And some of the things that we're looking at is, you know, podcast SEO and how to, you know, promote podcasts better and out there more. And of course we have sponsors and, you know, things that uh, we endorse and that kind of thing. We put links in there, but yeah, those are all opportunities that people are, are doing more and more. And like, I got free gear sent to me so that I could, you know, uh, do a, 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 a box opening or what's it called? <laughs> Unboxing. Unboxing. There you go. And and I, you know, I got headphones and microphones and lights and all kinds of fun stuff. So I got to, you know, be a part of that and, and do that. And um, anyway, so lots of opportunities for podcasts to, to really get your message out there. And it's a great way to share and showcase your expertise on the subject that you have and then get, get that message out there. So anyway, uh, lots of, lots of great places. And then you can always do little snippets of the podcast on Instagram TV or, you know, and now Amazon has released its new podcasting platform, which we are on the Amazon platform too. So if you want to listen to the podcast on any of those, you know, there's iTunes, there's Stitcher, there's iHeartRadio, there's Pandora, there's Spotify. I don't know. What, what's your, what do you normally listen to a podcast on Jordan? Um, yeah. Apple podcasts. So I think it's Apple. Pretty, mm-hmm. so they got pretty much everything on there, but there's just so many platforms nowadays. It's, it's nice. So Joe Rogan podcast, bigger podcast, bigger pockets podcast, and then marketing expedition podcast. So, those uh, are my ones, so. <laughs> excellent. Yeah. Of course you better say the marketing expedition podcast. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. So that's definitely a trend. And, you know, I think that more people are going to continue to start podcasts and do it. I know um, we have a client we're going to record and create her podcast uh, for the first time. And she's super excited about being able to get it launched and, you know, put out there in the world and uh, kind of thinking about the strategy of what we're going to do and how we're going to do it in in ways that she's going to use the podcast uh, and and get her message out there as well. So definitely a tool to consider for 2021. We know, so 80% of listeners listen to the entire podcast 
That's huge, 80%, right? Uh, you can't even get that kind of, you get bounce rates off your website. I mean, people will go to your website and bounce before they'll, uh, you know, go and absorb all of it. So 80% of people listen to the entire thing, which is pretty cool if you consider that, you know, how long you're doing it. And then podcast users listen to an average of seven new podcasts a week. So this could be you, right? Seven new podcasts a week. That's incredible. And then 94% of listeners are active on either other social media websites compared to 84% of the population. So 50% of all homes are podcast fans. That's over 60 million homes listening to podcasts during the pandemic. <laughs> well, I mean, it's going to carry forward too, but yeah. How many podcasts a week do you think you listen to, Jordan? I'll probably just say about two or three podcasts a week is what I'm up to right now. So it's definitely it's definitely a lot more to start your own podcast. You don't kind of expect all the tools and all the resources and time you have to put in. So mm -hmm. if you need the help, we're definitely here for you. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Brian, <laughs> we figured out with Brian, you know, editing my podcast and then being able to put all of the information, the, the intro and the in tag and the music and, you know, the, the graphics that we use for the people that I interview. And, you know, it's been uh, definitely a process that we've dialed in and got got pretty good at, you know, especially since we're doing them weekly now, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, the other thing too, is just being able to do swap casts with other podcasters, right? And getting on other people's show and podcast guesting uh, and being a podcast guest. That's another uh, kind of tr growing trend is to be asked to be on somebody's podcast. And so that's another tactic or another kind of marketing, you know, good public relation outreach sort of effort in your in your plan for this next year. Uh, how can you submit to be on other people's podcasts? So there you go. There's, that's one thing that you can do too. Uh, and to submit to be on our podcast, go to peppershock.com slash podcasts. And then there's a link that you can go to subscribe and then also to book uh, or submit to book to get booked on our podcast. So there you go. More things happening in 2021. Uh, definitely more marketing automation um, and real-time customer interaction across all the different channels, making it meaningful and of course making big data decisions uh, based on all the things that you're tracking. And so you can use artificial intelligence to do that um, and do doing things like buyer profiling, ways that you can segment your potential clients and, you know, know what they're clicking on and what you can retarget uh, different content to them because they're clicking on specific things that they like or that are interested to them. Um, you know, marketers now were using AI for all these different types of recommendations and campaign recommendations based on data and making data driven decisions. And that's huge. I think gone are the days of just hoping to spray and pray, right? We don't need to spray the marketing message across every platform and then pray that it will work. Uh, now we can get very specific on giving very specific recommendations based on the data that we know and has proven to, to work. That's a kind of an exciting thing for the future in marketing and then retail and just where people are buying and how they're buying, especially since they're buying so much more online. Click and mortar as opposed to brick and mortar, <laughs> having, you know, online uh, websites and places that they can purchase from. Um, you know, and even on Instagram, my uh, local 
clothing store here. She's selling a lot of her wares on Instagram and she's kind of showcasing, you know, the, the clothing and then you can click on it and then you can, it'll open up a link to then purchase. <laughs> I got a pair of shoes the other day like that. <laughs> But it is true. It's another way to, to do that. And I'm supporting, you know, our local uh, our local shop, but through online, right? So that's, that's some things that are happening um, in the future of how we can use it. And of course, geo-tracking and understanding, you know, where your customers are at, what they're interested in, why they're buying, all of that good stuff. And then looking ahead just more um, into artificial intelligence, you know, we've got all of the voice activation i have to be careful because i have a watch on and i have google in the background and <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure if i say you know certain things and and of course then uh you know certain devices that will that'll that'll go unnamed because i'm sure if i say it and, and you're listening <laughs> um you know will trigger the the responses but thinking about voice and and how you're gonna incorporate that into your branding strategy voice search engine optimization right thinking about how people are going to utilize search queries asking questions and so optimizing for those questions right um, how do you make pizza at home instead of saying pizza recipe thinking about the strategies of how you're going to have conversational phrases in your SEO strategies of how your um, information will get displayed now or you know a spoken <laughs> a spoken word how often do you use a voice activated device Jordan I just got the newer iPhone and so I realized that it's getting better and better and so it's a lot easier and I know it's been really helpful for some of our clients especially in the restaurant industry just saying hey food near me and being able to implement the SEO um, on the back end of their website to get them popped up first so Alexa says oh this restaurant is right down the street so mm -hmm. I think that's where we've been really helpful and it's continuing to grow so I don't think Alexa or Siri going away anytime soon. Nope. And I'll tell you, I'll be honest, uh, a couple weeks ago, I had to ask where a gas station was near me. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I could try to make it to get <laughs> refilled. <laughs> anyway, sometimes I, I forget to, to look at my gas tank. <laughs> Just what's trending now, think about, um, you know, what kind of shopping related videos that you can post on your YouTube channel. Uh, people are buying and viewing more videos than they ever have before. Uh, so online shoppers are saying that images and videos to kind of inspire them to purchase. And we know this is true. I mean, people will not look at a whole bunch of text, but they will watch a video or they'll look at images. They'll go through several images to engage on a post. They'll have, if you've got multiple images, that works very well. And of course, the mobile queries for where to buy and near me, that has grown 200% over the last two years. And, and the other thing that's recently happened because of pandemic is hours of operation because you know pandemic hours have changed for some places and some places may not even be open on certain days anymore because of that reason so continuously updating your hours of operation online uh, is a big deal um, and then of course stores open near me uh, all of those types of things are going to be helpful in your strategy for this next year you know <laughs> branded content <laughs> i won't get this song, song stuck in your head the guacamole song but just other things that you can do to continue to build your brand this is an example of <laughs> the guacamole uh you know chipotle's guac dance challenge became a TikTok, you know performing <laughs> challenge in the u.s <laughs> and, yeah the dancing duplication and copycatting has been 
something fun for people to do for sure. And digital trends, just more, more coming up, more things to continue to do, um, you know, to build cells, to build awareness, um, AR and VR is huge. Um, some friends of ours, they have the black box VR and they, you know, do uh, gym workouts with the VR and it's, it's phenomenal. And, and all of the technology and tools that are happening, it's just a new type of SEO that's company coming, you know, podcast SEO, um, voice command SEO, video SEO, so that you can utilize videos as a tool. And then of course, social commerce and um, Google ads is, is double down on digital <laughs> uh, because brand influencers on, in online have been more and more uh, consistently rising in a, in a big, big way because people will buy from those that they know, like, and trust. And if you're having somebody endorse your brand, that's huge because now it's accelerating word of mouth advertising, but in an authentic way. Just uh, thinking about some things that you can do, create a TikTok account if you haven't already, build a content calendar if you haven't already for this next year, or we can help you do that. And if it's something that you want us to review or look at, we can do, we can do a marketing audit and take a look at everything that's been going on and what's been working and what's not. And now how you're going to need to change for this next year. And just considering people, you know, people love holidays, they love special events to post about, they love faces, you know, using your face is definitely a good strategy. Uh, they love to have the value and originality and authenticity. And then of course, you know, what you want to post, if it's, you know, one, if you only post one to two times a month, that's not going to do you any good because then it's just looking like you're, you know, you've ghosted and you're not, uh, you're not around. So continuing to post on a regular consistent basis and, and across the different platforms in different ways that make it meaningful to that platform. You know, thinking about what people are going to do when they search your name and how, you, how they're going to find you and what they're going to find. Those are some things to th consider with the online reputation management. Next time, uh, or there's another time that I talk about the five R's uh, and reviews and rankings and ratings and reputation. Oh my. <laughs> and then utilizing LinkedIn stories is another thing. And then, of course, um, creating the posts and videos. And the other thing too is even uh, creating a Facebook business page, but then also a Facebook group. Groups are starting to really take off now and it's becoming more. Okay, something to consider is uh, the top 10 PR and marketing must do's in 2021. This is an event that's coming up January 14th, 2021 with myself and Lynette Hoy from Fire Talker PR. Uh, we're talking about the top 10 um, must-dos and you will be able to watch the replay at the marketingexpedition.com um, if you're not able to make that and if this is a, a video that you're watching or a podcast that you're listening to after the fact uh, go to the marketingexpedition.com to be able to check out that and also uh, to register for any events that are coming up go to peppershock.com events and find out what the next best event thing is. We are always doing marketing meetups once a month, uh, the third Fridays of every month at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. They are free networking online events that you can join and uh, we process networking and uh, process uh, marketing ideas and you get a chance to network with those that are on the call. And without further ado, I think it is the time for us to be done. But uh, always, if there's any questions or anything that you uh, would like us to help you with, or if there's uh, ideas that you want or topics that you want us to discuss on the second Thursday Marketing Expedition webinars, 
then shout out and let us know. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways. There's 16 different ways you can get a hold of me online. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but follow us at, at Peppershock or go to the Facebook page or the Facebook group, the Marketing Expedition Members Group. Uh, it's a free group to join as well. And uh, until then, Jordan, any other final thoughts? No, just thank you so much for having me on today, Ray. It was real fun, and uh, I think there's some great info on here. Excellent. All right. Well, until next time, enjoy the journey. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. Find more online at Peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.